Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday, May the 8th, 2022. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, we are talking about 25 happy habits. That sounds right. To add to your routine. Uh, before I jump into that, a couple housekeeping things. One, again, reminder, our fitness app is going to be live here in give or take seven or eight days from now. Today is May the 8th. I'm looking at probably May 15th, 16th to have this bad boy live to the world. Again, the site is jeremyscottfitness.app, so jeremyscottfitness.app. You guys can check it out. You can sign up right now uh, for free to kind of get the uh, the info set up. And then I believe we're doing the first month for a dollar, which is bonkers, but I figure that's a good way to get people inside to see kind of what's going on. Now, again, real fast, I'm going to share what I do weekly in there. So all of my personal workouts, I'm going to share a lot of our group stuff. We'll do stories just like you see on Instagram where I'm talking through a bunch of different things. Uh, I already have loaded in there, I would say probably like 2000 videos. Uh, it is a lot of stuff, upper body workouts, lower body workouts, the Metcons that you guys love to hate with me. Uh, there's a whole nutrition section. I go deep on the mindset stuff. You guys know, um, a lot of Q and a, and then a lot of the guides that we tend to give out macro guides, carb cycling, uh, all the stuff that we take and kind of use at our house. There'll be a lot of recipes in there. There's just a ton of content. Think of it as like a fancier version of Instagram. That's basically what you're going to get in there. And then there's the full programs you can do. So not just, Hey, here's like a random workout and see where it fits in. Like you can do a program for 10 weeks. You can do a program for six weeks. You can do a program for 30 days. There's ones to do in the gym. There's ones to do at home, whether you guys are trying to build muscle or you're trying to be leaner, obviously, depending on how you eat, the programs are structured as such. And we're going to add programs throughout the year. I would say probably six or seven times. Now my normal stuff's still going to run our 47 day transformation, our face melter stuff that is separate. This is for people who literally just want to do stuff with us every single day. And, uh, if you want to see exactly what I do, this is going to be for you. So it's a great option for sure. Uh, bang for your buck wise, obviously the first month for a buck. And I think typically it's going to run like $15 a month, or you can probably buy the whole year for even less than that. So honestly, obviously I'm, I'm biased, but I think it's a steal for the price. And you guys know me, I put a lot of time and effort into things. I give a shit about it. I want it to look good and I want it to be the best thing it can be to help you. And, uh, we just had a demand for people really wanting to work with us all the time that maybe didn't fit into, you know, our, you know, 40 days of fitness program, their schedule didn't work out, or maybe the price point was not what they're looking for. This is, uh, you know, a super affordable option for everybody to get to work with me and, uh, you know, steal a lot of knowledge and a lot of mobility stuff as well. There's a ton of mobility. We just filmed a ton of shoulder stuff yesterday. So that's what's going on. Uh, again, real quick before I jump in the episode, reminder, we're brought to you by our friends at Dry Farms Wine. If you guys like wine, this would be the wine you should drink. The site is dryfarmswines.com slash Jeremy Scott Fitness. You can buy a bottle, get the next bottle for a penny, and you should believe me. Well, you really shouldn't believe me. I don't drink wine. I don't know anything about it, but Heather does. I do. And you like it. I love it. It's all natural, organic, and it is low sugar, which I'm all about. And it tastes amazing. You can customize your order just to fit your preferences on what type of wine you like. And they do partner with small organic family farms throughout the world. So 
it's pretty cool. You can get a variety of different international wines as well as domestic wines. I dig it. So if you guys want to check it out, get a bottle, next bottle for a penny, gift it, maybe for Mother's Day, even though you're late, send it as a late gift. Your mom will still appreciate it. Uh, again, the site is dryfarmwines.com slash Jeremy Scott Fitness to get hooked up, or all this will be in the show notes as well. And we're brought to you by my homies at Athletic Greens. The one thing I take every single day and I never miss. Right now, we'll give you a year's supply of free vitamin D and five free trail packs with your first order. The site is athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott to get hooked up with the greens. You're talking something with 75 whole food ingredients, probiotics, digestive enzymes, the antioxidant equivalent to 10 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables. So if you are listening and you're like, I don't eat 10 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables every day, shit. I don't eat 10 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables in a week. This is probably something you should throw into your life. You can throw away the 10 different pills you're taking and just grab Athletic Greens. It covers the gaps in your nutrition. I'd still urge you to eat as much real food as you possibly can. That's always going to be the base and the key. But this is going to cover what is missing. I travel with these things, especially as the world's getting back to normal and we're on the road. I put the travel packs in my backpack. I put it in a shaker bottle, which I take with me. They're going to send you one for free. I shake it, slam it, and I'm done for the day. Pretty badass. If you want to try it 100% for free, send me a message. I don't care how you contact us, website, contact page, Facebook, Instagram, and I will send you a free sample pack right to your front door 100% no questions asked. You can try it, see if you dig it. It's the best tasting greens on the planet and then get hooked up with all the free stuff from there. So hit me up. We'll send you a pack. Otherwise, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott to get the free stuff today. And we're brought to you by my friends at Beam CBD, beamtlc.com. This is the CBD product we take at night to go to sleep. Most nights, the dream product specifically, there's no THC in it. You won't get high, but it'll help you get to sleep and fall asleep. I have probably a hundred free sample packs here. I'm happy to send you guys if it's going to help you sleep a little bit better. It's not habit forming. You won't feel groggy, but it will help you sleep. And if you use the code Jeremy Scott, you can always get 20% off all products, 35% off all subscriptions. So check out the site, beamtlc.com with the code Jeremy Scott, or hit me up, and I get you guys a free sample today. And last but not least, our friends at JLab Pro. This is where we get our protein, our turmeric, collagen, and krill oils. The site is jeremyscottfitness.jlabpro.com. The protein, we always have a discount code. The collagen, we always have a discount code as well. The protein is sweetened with stevia. It's easy on your stomach. Obviously, you know the benefits of turmeric, collagen, and krill oils. If you guys are not eating those in your daily life, it's an easy thing to supplement. Um, Side note, we do have a free supplement guide if you guys want that. It's actually in the app in detail, more than the one we give out for free. But if you want a free one, we have that on hand as well. So hit me up. I'm happy to share the codes with you. And then our other two sponsors, Sleep Sold Separately, where I get my joggers and hoodies. If you guys want the discount code, it's in the show notes. And our friends at Kettle and Fire Bone Broth, even though it's hot as... It's hot as balls here in Arizona. It's getting there, but bone broth is still good for you. So you should still drink it. Even if you live in a place where it turns into earth's oven, uh, check it out. The site is kettle and fire. Is it kettleandfire.com? Yeah. Or we have a custom site for you too. But if you put in the code Scott 20, when you're at checkout, it's going to get you guys 20% off always. It's the best tasting bone broth for sure. And, uh, they do use the best ingredients. So hit us up. And again, show notes for everything. It's always a mouthful, man. Good job. I should just like pre-record that, but then it's generic. Mm-hmm. I like to keep it real in real time. Yeah. So here we are. Keep you on your toes. <sighs> yeah. It's easier when you're here because then I can just let you BS for a little bit, but uh, it's Mother's Day. Yes. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms and grandmas out there. 
Hope you enjoy celebrating with your loved ones. You get to celebrate with your mom today. Yes, so she lives here now. Yeah, which is so nice to finally have family just for big celebrations and holidays. We have family here now. I am missing my mom today, but I did talk to her this morning, and she's celebrating with my family back in Washington. So if you got a mom, call her, talk to her. She'll appreciate it. It doesn't take a lot of effort. No. And a lot of people sometimes get lazy with stuff like that, especially if you don't live near them. Um, and if you do live near them and you can see them, it matters, dude. Um, we had some moms here in the workout today, mm-hmm. crushing it. And they're like, can the workout just be three hours so I don't have to go back home and deal with my shit? And I'm like, I thought it was funny because I'm like, isn't Mother's Day supposed to be like your birthday? I'm like, you do whatever the fuck you want because yeah. it's Mother's Day. Like, you should be like, hey, I'm going to go stay at a resort all day. Mm-hmm. My phone doesn't work unless you're like <clears throat> going to die. Like, leave me alone. Let me do my stuff. That's how I would want to do it. but I think that's how... Well, you know, like Chrissy, who's here, like Chrissy does that sometimes. She's just like, I'm going to go to stay in a hotel tonight and get away from <laughs> my kids, which is actually pretty cool. So, so happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. You are appreciated. And hopefully your son or daughter calls you and tells you that today as well. So we are talking about 25 happy habits to add to your routine. This, um, there's original piece, it's titled How to Be Happy, 25 Habits to Add to Your Routine. Uh, Healthline is the original spot here. Uh, Timothy Legg, PhD, and I'm going to butcher this, Ann Pitriangelo. I for surely said that wrong. (laughs) Um, I'll put it in the show notes as well. They listed out um, just kind of 25 habits that you kind of throw into life. And some of these you guys know, some of them you might forget. And we're going to walk through... uh, how we put them into our life and how they're kind of integrated into our, you know, daily routines. Even if you don't do these things every single day, um, I'm not saying, hey, do all 25 at once. But for most things like this, when there are these lists of improvement, I just pick one or two things that are glaring in my life that I can improve or that I know are easy enough to integrate. And I let things kind of snowball from there. Yeah. And it's, I feel like this list is, um, just a lot of great reminders and I like how they break it out with daily habits and then they list out um, monthly habits and then or weekly habit habits and then monthly which I think is helpful yeah I'm trying to look at the first one right now because I'm just curious the first one is they just talk about smiling and obviously we make t-shirts here that say smile there's so many reasons to be happy and I get not the most comments on that shirt of any shirt we make here, but that's probably one of the biggest ones. And it's true because when you smile, people tend to smile back. If you walk around with like resting bitch face all day, then people tend to kind of return the same energy. If that, does that sound Well, fair? and uh, the brain releases dopamine when you smile. So it makes us happier just naturally like that. And I read a stat a long time ago, I don't know, someone can fact check me. I don't know if it's true. Um, the numbers might be skewed. And this is obviously with laughter and I tie laughter and with smiling and just obviously giving off this positive energy. But they say the average adult laughs, this can't be right, 17 times a day. I don't laugh 17 times a day. Uh, neither do There's I. There's no way. And it said like the average child laughs 300 times a day. That seems, both seem kind I of crazy. I wish I laughed more. <laughs> uh, it seems... Yeah, this is like a study. It's a Lauren Online University. That seems like a fake school. Sorry, everybody. Um, this one does say like a four-year-old laughs 300 times a day. I mean, kids are... It's crazy. 
it's weird. And obviously, like, you know, you grow up and you realize there's some shit in the world and you take kind of all that stuff on. But the point is, is that it takes almost no effort to smile and just be kind and Mm -hmm. be nice and be polite. And it's not, you know, you're not faking it. But as you do that, I think when you put good things out in the world, good things do come back. And then you start to form those positive habits. Um, And happiness looks different for everybody. So, um, you know, regardless of your version of true happiness, living a happier, more satisfied life is definitely within reach. You just have to kind of tweak your habits, your routines, and just really take a good look at yourself and figure out, you know, what truly does make you happy and bring joy to your life. And then you have to work on adding that in. And it's, it's, it's not easy, but it can be done. Yeah. And you just have to constantly make an effort. Well, and I think if you look, think of the people in your life, the ones you enjoy the most, they probably tend to smile a little bit more than the ones mm-hmm. who don't. Or if you ever watch the news, which I don't, or you watch any uh, like broadcast, whether it's sports, whatever. Is that your phone? Yeah. What is wrong with oh, you? I thought this is I, your first day? I thought I put it on mute. First is your computer. Now it's your phone. This is, welcome to the first podcast we've ever done, you guys. Episode 476 <laughs> of Rookie Training here. Um, the point I was driving at before Heather rudely interrupted me for like the eighth time here is when you watch like a show and they're talking, they tend to smile. News anchors tend to smile. Broadcasters tend to smile more. If they were just there with this like scowling, shit-eating face, it would make you feel a certain way. And there's an energy to that. So if you can smile more, do it. I promise you it's like karma. You put it out in the world, I do think good things tend to come back. Absolutely. Number two. The best one. <laughs> Exercise. <laughs> you need to. This is, I just, I don't even need to, end, end of story. That's just it. What, what else am I going to say? Right. Like, you need to move your body and around. And if you don't know by now, obviously it's going to help reduce stress. When you exercise, it will help reduce anxiety. It will help even symptoms of depression and just really provide those boosting self-esteem and happiness feelings. And just, if nothing else, if you're not a fitness person, well, I don't know why you would listen to me talk then, but if you're not, <laughs> if you're not and you're just a casual listener who some get some value from the things that I ramble on about, do things that you like to do physically. It's the smallest stuff, dude. Going for a walk, riding your bike, mobility, yoga, doing cannonballs in your pool, treading water. It doesn't matter. Playing with your dog. Anything works. Just movement is medicine. It really is. It makes everything in your life better. It really does. How you digest food. I mean, literally how you sleep. Self-regulation. There's so many things that go with it. And for me, when I'm having like a shit day, I just try to train through it. Mm-hmm. Like I just call just just train through it, dude. Like literally work out through it. And every time when I'm done, not 99%, every fucking time it's over, I'm like, I feel better. Like I feel more awake. I feel more alive. I feel like I accomplished something. And something is going on in my body that like wasn't happening before. It literally puts me in a different mindset. I'm like, yep, I needed that. Mm-hmm. And if there's a day where I don't get to... I'm almost the extreme where if I don't get to work out the way that I want to, I don't get to move. I'm like, I get kind of pissed. It just puts me. Same here. Yep. I got like, I feel like I got cheated out of a day. So you got to move your body. You just do even little things. And if you can get long, again, I've said this all the time when fitness is 
the outcome of the activity, not the goal of the activity, you're going to become truly fit. We have pickleballs become like this yeah. cult crazy thing here now. We have clients. They're great. They build pickleball courts in their backyards. Some of them are pretty, actually pretty dope. Um, they'll do, oh, I played pickleball yesterday for three hours. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much dynamic movement, how much mobility, range of motion, start, stop? Like there's so much going on there. Hand-eye coordination. I mean, I could go on and on. Teamwork. There's so many things. And they didn't even think they exercised. It's crazy. For three, get somebody riding a salt bike for three hours. Don't want to jump off a cliff. You can get someone to play pickleball for three hours easily. Well, and it's like, remind yourself of, you know, just those fun activities that you love doing when you were younger, or maybe it's been a couple years since you've tried um, something that you really enjoy and pick it back up, whether it's like golfing or bowling or dancing, whatever that looks like to you, just go do something. There's so many different variety of activities that have obviously that will get you moving. And if you're listening like, well, there's nothing I like to do. You just haven't found the thing yet. Mm -hmm. It's out there. I promise you that. Just keep trying. Number three, get plenty of sleep. You guys already know this. Um, However you can do it, you know, my opinion, six to seven, like quality restorative hours of sleep a night. If you can do more, that's great. But I understand you're a real person. Uh, if you can take naps, if you can have a better bedtime routine, if you want to take some beam dream, I'm happy to send you some sample packs for free. Uh, and I'll say this, as I'm getting older, I've made sleep a priority. Uh, Heather's almost like a psycho path about it, but uh, <laughs> I'm not as crazy. But I do know, like, I stayed up way too late last night, and I obviously I get up the same time every day because my body's just programmed. There's nothing I can do. I can't sleep in. It sucks. I actually fucking hate it. Well, as soon as it got <clears throat> bright, because now it's like, what, five something? Even like before five, it gets yeah, like light out. Yeah, because I'm like wide awake. I'm like, go back to sleep. But so, I rise with like the sun. Which is healthy to do. Mm-hmm. But if you don't get to bed at your normal time, like it does get hard. And you guys know all the tips, like keep the room dark, keep it quiet, keep it cool. You do whatever, you have to have a routine. Like we obviously go in, um, terrible because i do fall asleep with the tv on i love it i'm, I'm getting better sometimes he's I, the worst sometimes i don't <clears throat> i turn it off sometimes rarely it's like i will fall asleep and then i have to wake myself back up because the tv jeremy's passed out the tv's still on it's loud and bright and i'm like oh my gosh thank you for interrupting my beauty it's sleep. just my process <laughs> my process too jc and i can sleep in the other room if we need to I'm happy to take her. And then our dog sleeps right next to us. It's the best thing ever. Anyways, do get a night. Oh, my God. The tapping, though, last night. Oh, my God. How many taps? So, where I'm going to tell the story real quick. Our dog is, like, she's 12? Yeah. 12 years old. So, she's super old. Um, We still lift her onto our bed so she can sleep with us because we're those weird dog people. And we still, like, think it's the coolest thing ever. Anyways, at some point in the night, she gets off the bed. And she has this, like, fancy dog bed we got her. And she does lay on it. <clears throat> but sometimes she'll lay like on the side of the bed, like like by the wall where I'm at. And she lays there with her feet against like the baseboard. And whatever's going on in her brain, she's having like these dog dreams. And it's like this just, 
but just tapping like fucking constant, like multiple times. So I have to like get a pillow and like softly kind of like hit her with it. Like if you have a, a husband or wife that's snoring, mm-hmm. you have to like shove them to wake them up. That's basically what I do to our dog. Then her head pops up and then she falls back asleep and, and I fall back asleep. does it all over again though. And then does it in like 20 minutes. Later, Honestly, like, it was like five times last night and I, I did not sleep good. So bear with me today. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you have that, maybe have your dog sleep somewhere else. But we're those weird people who will revolve our life around the dog not the other way around but getting sleep matters and obviously as i got older i made it a priority because i can't i can't gut through with the same energy on on four hours of sleep that i used to it's just like harder every year as you get older and it's just so healthy for your overall well-being how your body everything recovers. from yeah your emotions mentally physically your brain function so it's just so important and and if you sleep if you get crappy sleep, you, no offense, like, you look like a bag of shit. Oh, Like, yeah. I look a little rough today. I look rough. <laughs> you look beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> Number four, eat with mood in mind. What does that even mean? So, basically, you already know that certain foods and choices in your nutrition are going to have an impact on your overall physical health. But some foods can also just affect your state of mind. So, for example, like carbohydrates release serotonin, a feel-good hormone. Just keep simple carbs, foods high in sugar and starch to a minimum because that energy surge is short and you'll crash. So, like complex carbs would be such as vegetables, beans, whole grains are obviously a better choice and will make you feel better. And you won't have that crash because they have fiber in the carbohydrate and obviously like proteins you guys know all the normal stuff whether it's you know the lean cuts of meats or if you're doing dairy products that are high in protein obviously they release dopamine and the norepinephrine which is going to boost energy concentration that's the building blocks of muscle for life it's simple stuff and then you know the highly processed deep fried foods that leave us feeling like we have a like a food baby and usually like a bag of shit the next day it kind of causes what it causes, so... Like in and out last night? <laughs> um, I don't... I feel like I get super puffy from the fries. Well, I have not eaten in an up burger the in salt. months. I have not eat, dude, to be honest, I haven't eaten anything like that in so long. I know. And uh, I feel fine today. But you were hungry. I was so hungry. You give these, like, you'll say it, and, like, you want me to give the right answer. You're like, oh, what are we going to eat at home? There's nothing to make. We bought food for Mother's Day. What are you doing? I'm like, I know where this train's going here. I'm like, let's just go. Well, we, um, we were at a wedding last night, and and they did have, like, heavy appetizers, hors d'oeuvres. Um, but I just didn't really eat enough of it there. And so... You're more into the booze. You and I were, like, starving when well, we left. Well, it was just a... Oh, I'm willing to go through these points. I'll talk about... The we- well, it was Alexia Clark's wedding. So, shout out to Alexia. Yes, congratulations. Yes. It was beautiful. Um, if you guys know Alexia, obviously she's a monster on Instagram. She's a unicorn of a human. I've known her for, shit, like 10 years at this point. Traveled all around with her, and it was her wedding. Super cool to go to. Saw some of uh, some people like she's worked with that I've worked with. Nikki Metzger was there. Shout out to Nikki Metzger, too. Um, but we were there, and uh, it just wasn't a, it wasn't a normal wedding. It was very different. Mm-hmm. They had puppies there. Oh, yeah. That was the best part. <laughs> yeah. And so 
Heather for wanted, me as a guest. Yeah, Heather had a dog licking her face and was trying to adopt the puppy as we're at this wedding. Yeah, they had the Arizona Humane Society, right? Yeah, so yeah. instead of like wedding gifts, they're like, hey, just donate to the Arizona Humane Society. So we did that too. The which cutest is, puppies, though, that you could adopt that are available today, and I fell in love with one of them. So Yeah. Um, there's that <laughs> so anyways we were out uh super late and it was just uh it was hard to, to make a good food choice but again like once in a while obviously you guys are gonna have to do what you have to do but if you can you just you try to make the best choices available most of the time where if you have a sweet tooth you're getting things that are going to save you from eating complete trash uh i mean even the choices that we make now compared to what we used to do and we talked about this not that long ago I can't tell you the last time we went to uh, Dairy Queen, Cold Stone, Gelato Spot, or like a Yogurtology or Yogurtland. I mean, I think like five years. Yeah. Maybe longer. I think I've probably gone once or twice with like visitors in town or something, but I don't even remember the last time. No, like I, like if I go, if you're from the Midwest, obviously like everybody has a Dairy Queen in their hometown. Love um, Dairy Queen, <laughs> but I like I've been so like avoiding dairy. Even like mm-hmm. last year, I wasn't I'm like, and, and again like not a lot. Like I mean, a blizzard sounds amazing. Yeah, but I'm like I'll just get like a like a cherry dilly bar if you guys know what those are, and uh, it's the fakest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> but I'm like I liked it for some reason, and I w- I didn't go, and I haven't went for so many years because we've just started to evolve. We went from that to like enlightened and Halo Top, and yeah. now it's like we don't even have that at our house. I know. I do when it now that it's getting hot, like in the summertime, I do switch to typically my, you know, healthy or sweet treats. I like to have like the bars or the ice cream, the healthier ice cream. Um, But yeah, I mean, we both are sensitive to dairy, so we really don't eat much dairy anymore. Um, And like the stuff at our house, it's like. We just don't want to feel like crap. (laughs) Well, that's the thing where you start to just kind of evolve and you know. Like, in the moment, it might feel good, but I'm going to feel like shit later. So we've started to kind of eliminate a lot of those things. And that's all I'm getting at is if you know you have a sweet tooth, instead of, you know, having nothing in your house and, like, you'll be that crazy person who drives and goes to get garbage, have some things that are going to kind of cover the gaps, whether it is, like, you know, if you're, like, a yogurt person or, like, the healthy granolas, and they do make, you know, if it's kind bars or if you're a dairy person, it's the perfect bars. There's things you can do that can kind of satisfy the craving without having you go off the deep end right and you can integrate those healthy things into your life and that's a huge part of it just overall making better food choices and again you guys know this but it's it's got to be said because it's the hardest thing to do is is eating right to me is yeah it's willpower there's a lot of things that go into it it's not just that i go but it's putting yourself in an environment that allows you the highest probability of being successful meaning where the places you eat the people you hang out with, the places you go, and the things that you keep in your home. That's going to dictate if you're being successful or not successful. And when you go into an environment, you know, are you going to live in the moment? Or are you going to hold true to what you wanted to do? And then when you get back home, is there things that are there? Or are you going to stop at In-N-Out Burger because you're hungry? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what it comes down to. Number five, just be grateful, man. This is a huge one for me. Um, me too. Gratitude to me is everything. Uh, I'm not going to hammer this home like crazy, but the reality is there's about 8 billion people in the world. And you're lucky um, to even be one of them. You know, and if you want to think about it, well, what does that mean? Like you could just be been born a fish, dude. 
or you're like you were born a plant Mm -hmm. like you're a fucking human being who's alive you know what i'm saying what well think about it like you could have been born a fish you could not even be a human like you couldn't have been you know what i'm saying like you didn't even be a person like looking at the article then i was like wait what did he just say that's not in the article (laughs) they're not that smart they're not gonna say that well think about like it's a miracle you're a person like you're a person in the year 2022. No, I get what you're saying. I mean, you could be a dog. That'd be kind of cool. Just the example was funny. Yeah, you could be a salmon just swimming upstream and you got this like shit life or like you're just a fucking tree, dude. You can't even move. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. Like, if what do you want to believe in like creation or God or whatever the thing is? You're a person. You exist. <laughs> like, I think we, we lose that. Like, oh my God, I'm not Michael Jordan. Yeah, but you're still a human, dude. Mm-hmm. Who can walk and talk and jump and run? You got two arms, two legs. You got lungs and eyes and ears. You can breathe. You can have sex. You can eat food. You can watch Netflix. You can listen to me ramble on a podcast on a thousand dollar phone. That's insane. What if you were born like we haven't watched 1883 yet and we need to? I know. We haven't finished Ozarks yet, so we'll do that. But again, I haven't watched 1883. I saw 20 minutes of it. That seems like a miserable existence. Like, Super scary. I'm in the Oregon Trail trying to k- shoot people who are trying to kill me, just move my belongings across America. I don't know how you sleep. That's what I'm saying. We're complaining like, oh, we had to stop at In-N-Out Burger and I had to watch the UFC fights at midnight. We're after- so tired because our dog was tapping the wall. Yeah. And I'm going to drive <laughs> home and hang out with my mom and like grill steaks and like we live a fake life. We're we- soft. We- Dude, we're the softest humans who've ever lived. That's why I keep this Leonardo DiCaprio uh thing above my door here in the office from the revenant because i think about that movie every day what does it say it says if you i can't even read that i'm I'm freaking getting going blind the quote is as long as you can still grab a breath you can fight you breathe and you keep breathing if you guys have obviously seen the movie he like survives a bear attack you know the horse goes off a cliff. He has to cut the horse open and sleep in the middle of the night. His kid basically dies. Oh, yeah, that part was like and you're really wa- hard to watch. You're thinking like, oh, this is crazy. I'm like, it, obviously it's a movie, but it's based on a true story of Glassman where like this guy survives a bear attack and there is no hospital coming to get him. Like that was their life. If you, if you read anything about like America 100 years ago or 200 years ago, We've only recently, you know, I could go on and on about this, recently started to acquire enough time and safety to have property like that we feel safe at where we can acquire a home and material things like that didn't exist 200 years ago because you were just moving around with whatever you could carry essentially because you were just fighting for survival. Yet we sit and complain like, God, this airplane is delayed two hours. And Amelia, that sucks, dude. Mm -hmm. Like I dealt with airline shit the other day and it was not fun, but... You I'm, stop and I'm you're f- like, wow, I'm so lucky and grateful to be even be able to purchase a plane ticket yes. and take a trip and go to Hawaii. I'm going to sit on a plane <clears throat> that's flying 500 miles an hour and watch a movie while they serve me drinks the whole time. Rough and then, life. And then go to Hawaii and stay at one of the nicest hotels right on the ocean and do exercise because I want to, not because I have to. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm driving at is that like... It's easy to look at your life and see all the things you don't have. But what you do is you just cheapen and you sour all the things that you do already have. And you have so fucking much. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. We all do. And I know, dude, sometimes life sucks and we get lost in the shit and we get stressed out. I do too. I'm not immune to it. I go, but I try to just always practice every day to be so aware of all the things I have. Because I got a lot. 
even if you've worked for it and like me or anybody else, like you've worked really hard to get, there had to been some luck along the way. You got born at the right time. You know, you had decent parents or you fought through some shit parents and you met the right friends or the right circumstance, whatever the fuck it was like, it's worked out. Why are you smiling? <laughs> because you have his like leg is up on the desk and he has his flip flops on and his gross toenails. Like those two are so long. Do you want to bite them how, off for me? <laughs> how, do, how do you work out with toenails like that? It's a superpower. Why are you so critical of me? I'm just like, wouldn't that well, I hurt? dropped like I dropped like a weight. You can see my toes all bruised. I dropped a weight <laughs> on my big oh. toe and it's all bruised. Gross. Oh, bro, like your feet are super sexy. No, they're You got they're like not. gator feet, dude. They're disgusting. <laughs> your feet could like cut glass. I actually do need a pedicure. I haven't had a pedicure in so long. Did I go with one one time with you? You've gone to get a facial, but not. No, remember we went to that place? Maybe. By like, oh, it used to be the, that uh, Asian restaurant, Yummy Yummy or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. There was a place in there. Yeah, where... a foot massage, not a oh, pedicure. I thought they grinded my feet down too. They massage your calves. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Anyways, Heather doesn't like my feet. <laughs> you just need to trim those toenails because they're going to like hurt you when you have tennis shoes on. It's like Samson's hair. It's a superpower. Once he cut his hair, he lost his powers. It's okay. the same thing with my toenails. Number six. Give a compliment. Yeah, re. Research shows that performing acts of kindness can help you feel more satisfied. Giving a sincere compliment is a quick, easy way to brighten someone's day and also boost your own happiness, which obviously we, I feel like it's common sense, but sometimes just having that reminder goes a long way. Yeah. From, uh, in the teaching world, when I was coming up years ago, uh, it would always be two positives to a negative. Mm-hmm. If you can, uh, especially and that's for little kids. If you're doing like a job review for somebody, if they suck, you got to tell them they suck. Um, but you try to lace in the positive things as well. But if you can, when people do good work, especially if that's your love language, words of affirmation, the yard looks great, Heather. Thank you very much. It goes a long way. Number seven, breathe deeply. Breathing is a huge one um, for a lot of people. It's I'm still working on that. I got to be better about it. Uh, there's so many, the call map, obviously shout out to Dr. Jen Huberty. Um, Wim Hof has a whole protocol. BJ Gadur's origins program goes a lot into breathing. He's done a lot of work there, which is great. It is true. If you find yourself getting stressed, you'll, you'll notice the, how erratic your breathing becomes. So if you can just slow down and breathe and typically through your nose, like me freaking out yesterday before the wedding. I like had this dress planned that I wanted to wear. Heather almost didn't go to the wedding. She almost <laughs> got left behind, actually. <laughs> now that I'm being real here. I was, yeah, I was on one. But it was like, I felt rushed. And then I try on this dress. And there's like stains all over it. And it's like satin. And I'm trying to get the stains out. And Jeremy was being so patient and helpful. And trying to help me get the stains out. And then air dry it or use a blow dryer to dry it and anyways at first i was holding it outside in the sun but it was too windy and then i brought it back in and i held it for you as you put a hair dryer on it and then it still had like i don't know what you're doing there's like some stains on it like lotion or something yeah long story short didn't wear the dress but i freaked out and i should have just took some time to do some deep breathing because it obviously calms you down and it helps as you know, to just relieve stress and anxiety. So I got to be better about taking the time to stop and 
focus and breathe. <laughs> well, really quick, it's your physiology and that's yeah. everything. So if when Heather and I argue, we're never laying down in bed. We never lay down and argue. It doesn't work that way. Like if I'm, if we're laying down in bed and like we say some dumb shit, like I'm getting up, mm-hmm. like I'm going to stand up. Like that's my stance. And she has hers too. Like with a hand on the hip and like she'll kind of come at me like she's going to attack me. Like, but it's never like she's laying on a, you know, the pool chair outside relaxing, like screaming yeah. at me. And so you have to think about that when you get in these states, think about how your body is. You're in your, like your fighting stance. You're in your attack stance. Now, if you could lay down, I know it sounds crazy because you're not going to do it in the moment, but if you could just lay down, you're not as mad anymore. You literally just have to change your physical state and that stuff, that stuff can go away. Number eight. Yeah, got to acknowledge the unhappy moments. Uh, this is real. Um, we all have bad days, dude. I do too. Some days I'm just like sad or I just like don't feel. Um, You're just like in a funk. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And th- that sometimes I can't describe it. I'm like, I just don't feel like I want to be doing the stuff I have to do today. Same here. Um, Which is obviously normal. It's a part of life. But just learn learning how to manage through those emotions and feelings. Well, and the one thing I'll say here real quick because I'm not going to go super deep in it. And you said it the other day, and I'm going to put on a t-shirt because I'm going to post it here right by my calendar. And I look at it all the time. Everything's temporary. Yeah. It really is. I'm going to put that on t-shirts if you guys want it. Um, it'll be live probably in the next 20 days or so. Uh, but I want it as a reminder for me, especially when I deal with the bullshit. Because I run a business, and I, there's, a, there's a lot of pieces to it now. And there's a lot of shit that comes my way. And then there's just normal life stuff. And I'm like everything's temporary dude this is going to pass it's not going to be here forever but just acknowledge those things don't don't hide from them don't just try to bury them just be like you know what you can have a shit day you can have a rough moment you're going to hear bad news um and those days exist so the other awesome days seem that much more awesome number nine keep a journal um where i call it like auditing but same kind of thing just jotting down you know the things that are good in your life, the things that are bad in your life. I do this with uh, to-do lists and little tasks and say, hey, here's what I got done today. Here's what I want to get do, do tomorrow. Here's what went well. Here's what sucks. And if you can see it on paper sometimes and then walk away from it, depending on what kind of mood you were in, you'll see either how rational or irrational you were being in that moment. Because sometimes I'm like, I'm never doing this shit again. This is fucking stupid, blah, blah, blah. I'll write it down or I'll look at it and then I'll come back the next day and I'm like, you were just in the moment, bro. Like that wasn't reality. It's the same, like, I think there's a Thomas Jefferson saying where it was, I mean, I don't, maybe it's him. You, back in the day when you'd write a letter and you're pissed off at someone, you write the letter, you put it in the desk drawer, you close it, you come back three days later and you read it. And oftentimes you'll rewrite that letter or you won't even send it at all. It's the same thing with like emails or mm-hmm. anything else. You just, I, I do, I'm a huge fan of auditing, not even your process, but just, how you feel about things and in the direction your daily, weekly, monthly life is going. No, I agree. And I think it's super healthy to be able to write it out versus just thinking about it. It's more therapeutic. And I think you'll start to kind of identify and be more self-aware and, and understand what you're truly feeling in that moment and why. And then you can work on just being able to overcome it. Agree. Uh, number 10, just face stress head on. Um, you can't avoid it. It's going to happen. Um, I would be cool if I had a stress-free life. I say that, but it would actually probably suck. And what I mean is not all the stress you deal with 
is negative in certain ways. Sometimes that stress and those chaotic moments can change you. Uh, if I go back and I said this the other day, the last like two years, um, a lot of shit days, a lot of, a lot of it was not fun for me, but it changed me for the better is, you know, and I, I hate to say that, but it just did like, same here. <laughs> I, I do so many things better now. I have even more perspective than I had before. I have way more fucking gratitude than I had before. I um, grew as a person. Well, I realized like if I'm because I do understand the position that I'm in in my life today from where it used to be and where other people are. I have a, a lot of self-awareness. There's 8 billion people on the planet. I'm in the, you know, less than 1% how fucking lucky I am. And I mean that. And I feel that every day. So if I'm having a rough day, I know so many people listening are having shit days. I know so many people I work with are having rough days. So if I can just deal with my stress and be there for someone else, selfishly, it's going to lift me up. It doesn't overwhelm me. And there's days where I have bad stuff too, but there's sometimes there's stress where it's like, I have a deadline to meet and that challenged me. It didn't stress me out to the point of where like I was going to collapse. I'm like, it challenged me to see where I could go and what I could do. Mm -hmm. Fitness is that as well. Can I beat this 2K time? Can I actually squat this? If if those goals are important to you, can I get this by this deadline? Those are good stresses. And there's obviously like the world we live in is inundated with a lot of bullshit stress too. And you have to manage that the best way you can, but you can't avoid it at all. It's impossible. (laughs) No, it'd be cool if you could, but it's uh. And for me, if it's like us or something, I try to just eliminate problems instantly, whether it's here at work, whether it's online. I liked, it bothers me when I can't solve the problems quickly. It, 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 oh gosh, it, it yeah. eats you, at me and fucking irritates the hell out of me. You'll get fixated on solving it. Because it's just like, it's like hangs, it's like why, if you wanted me to be real, like what's one of the reasons I paid off my house? I don't want that shit hanging over me. No, I know. It bugged me. It's like, it's not even there. It's like a fake number on a computer screen, but I'm like, I want to get rid of it. So let me just erase this debt from my life and it's gone and let me move on. I like to accomplish things. You do? <laughs> yeah, I fucking do. <laughs> so like if you and I have an argument, I'm not going to sleep angry. Yeah. I'm finishing this argument in the next five minutes. Either I'm wrong, you're wrong, or we're both wrong, we're both assholes and we'll figure it out and let's move forward. Right. I don't want to just marinate on it. I don't either. And there's nothing. It's like, what's the point? You're wasting time. So that's how I attack things. I just deal with the problem. If I hear it, I think about it, I dwell on it, and then like, how can I fix it as quickly and as efficiently as possible? That works for me. Declutter. Number 11, declutter. Which can sound like a big project, but just setting aside like 20 minutes a week can have a big impact and can make you feel really good and happy that you accomplished something. I know Jeremy's actually really good at decluttering and organizing. I'm a little bit more lazy with it. My mom is like, loves to declutter and and organize though, but it it makes her like so happy. I think it's, again, what we're referring to is like that sense of accomplishment. I mean, I like things to be organized a certain way. I don't like doing it, but I will do it. And it has, and again, I think when you do that, it's, I have a process for everything. I do it, honestly. Now that you say that, like with my emails, I hate, like the other day I had 28 text messages that I hadn't returned in like, I think it was like, I just had a crazy day and it was bugging the shit out of me. 
And then I went to my email and said, you have 42 emails and 28 text messages. And I just, everything was stacking up and it just, I try to clear a lot of those things. I've gotten better with not being like neurotic about it. But even if it's digital stuff, I like to kind of clear tasks. And for me, like decluttering or organizing my environment, if I'm, I work from home most of the days or like every day. So I, if the kitchen or my office or the living room is a mess, it will bug me and distract me and I get a little bit like stressed out. So being able to clean that up, it doesn't have to be perfect, but just putting things away. You are the worst. What? Dude, you are... The other day, we had people at our house. You, Brooke, your sister, um, Kevin, his kids, and then our neighbors. My wife cleaned the pool 28 times while they were there. If, like, two leaves would fall in, Heather had to get these leaves out of the pool. I go, well, it was really breezy. The wind is blowing. It's it going to happen. We have 100. Dude, our backyard is like oleanders everywhere, palm trees, whatever kind of other fancy plants you have. It's going to happen. Every 15 minutes. Yeah, I have a problem. I'm like super OCD about it. Oh, like it. you don't need... It's a pool, dude. It's okay. But I understand what you're saying. You, you, It's your process. Mm-hmm. You have to do it for you and we all have them. But I do think if you have a cleaner desk, you have a cleaner house, you have a cleaner inbox, a cleaner whatever, you're going to be more productive and not... At least for me, I don't feel the weight of all those things piling up. Cause then yeah, that's, it's like something you can check off that you don't have to think about anymore. Because then I get anxiety. Yeah. Number 12. S- see friends. It's important, dude. Go to weddings. Do what you have to do. Um, I don't think we need to really no. go deep on it. But it's important. Um, they do say love animals but can't have a pet. Consider volunteering at an animal shelter. If you do that, you're going to get a pet. It, they're going to rope you in. Um, but yeah, I mean... I would say on side of that, yes, see your friends. It's super important. You have to do that and make time for it. Um, and if you can get a dog, get a dog, dude. That changed, 100%. It change your life. Number 13, plan your week. I would hope most people do this. If you work at a company, your company obviously plans it for you. Uh, if it's just you, again, whatever works for you in your process, but... I have a routine that I follow. Um, mine's a little more fluid, I even think, than yours, if I'm being completely honest. You rag on me like I'm this like robot, and I immediately am, but you are like the Terminator 2. I'm like the original Terminator. You're like the next version. Really? You have a pro- Dude, you have a process with everything. Oh, yeah. You have a morning routine. You have like, this is when I walk the dog routine. This is when my work routine is. This is my running routine. This is my mobility routine. You're very specific. Yeah. And I don't try to fuck with your process at all. I know. I appreciate it. I don't try to fuck with yours either. <laughs> no, that's why this works though. But I, what I'm saying is. I think because we're similar in a lot of ways. So we understand that about each other. Yeah. And you, again, if it's important to you, you're going to plan it and like schedule it. So whether it's like doing laundry or grocery shopping, or if you're with a husband or wife, like. Hey, can you grab this? Can you pick up that? I'll do this while you do that. You know, obviously you're going to you're going to have roles um that you follow or if you're by yourself, but if you see my office, I have so many um like sticky notes that I have around and then obviously I have a digital list and I have a paper list. That works for me um to know what I have to do and I kind of know every day what's going to happen. This day I do this, this day I have a break here, this day I don't. I can run to the post office here. I have a dentist appointment this day. Just the normal stuff. Um, 
you're so much more productive when you plan things. And again, if you don't care about it, you're not going to plan it. The same goes for like working out, <clears throat> eating right, investing money. If you don't set a schedule, um, the probability of failure is pretty high. Number 14 is a tough one. Ditch your stupid phone. People struggle, dude. Um, I do. You you go in spurts. But sometimes you're bad. Yeah. You get it. You get sucked into the Instagram. I know. Well, and it's not all bad. Like I don't know what you watch. Most I mean, you send me a lot of like dog and cow videos and goat videos and shit, um, which are super cool. But I'm like, how many cow videos are you watching today, or dog videos? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know how now it's like with the reels, they just like. It's just like well constant because the algorithms on social media will send you your preferences. So if you, and I mean try this, you guys. YouTube does the same thing. Google everybody. If you are like, man, all I see on social media is trash and it's stressful, whatever. It's because it's feeding you what you're clicking on and looking at. If you start today and only type in puppies or baby goats or farm animals, and you do that for the next five days. 90% of your feed will be that. It will be this happy, funny, fluffy stuff yeah. that makes your life great. Um, but honestly, I say this all the time. You need your phone. It's it's part of the world. It's basically a body part at this point. We're already androids. We're, we're part robot. They just haven't figured out how to put it into your brain yet. And they'll figure that out. Hopefully, I'll be dead by then. But uh, that's going to happen. But when you're somewhere, try to just be somewhere, you know. And again, it doesn't got to be with strangers, but just be with your husband, be with your wife, be with your mom on Mother's Day, be with your kids. And there's a difference between spending time and there and quality time. And people say, "Well, you work a lot." I do, but when I'm home, I'm fucking home. He is. Like I don't care. No offense, everybody. I don't care about your messages when I'm at home. I don't care about. And Instagram. I'm so grateful that you have that practice in place, and and I've gotten better too. But yeah, and I'll share stuff once in a while at home. Like if JC's begging me for food, so I think dogs are cute, and then I'll mm-hmm. share it. I go, but a lot of times I'm like, I don't want to share what I'm doing right now. No, I don't want people to know. They don't, and everybody doesn't have to see. And this, I live in a weird space, and so do you now, and, and all this stuff. But I watch people do this in social settings where they stare at the phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if I got to return an email or put out a fire, I'll do it quick. But most of the time, I just try to be exactly where I'm at. And I think. If you can even just leave your phone and go for a walk. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll go out here and push a sled with no music and no sound and nothing. And I know that sounds miserable, but sometimes that's the most relaxing thing for me. I do the same. Like when I walk JC before my work day, I, I usually just leave my phone. And it is just so peaceful to be able to just like listen to the wind and the trees and the birds. And it just, again, it's like how I can focus on being more mindful and present in the moment. I think and it, just, it's a stress reliever too. Well, it is. And I, I obviously we're going to, we're going to read about this in 30 years or 40 years and be like, if they ever allow the data to come out, like, man, these phones, fuck, the technology fuck age. Yeah. So much. And I think it's so healthy, which I would love to do it. I just haven't done one in a while, but a detox. So it's hard though. Like, for example, when we go to Hawaii, it'd be so great to, like, not be on social media for the whole week. But then it's like we um, we post for if I have the just, business. I just need a couple more million dollars, and then I can disappear. I know. I'm working on it. Um, sorry, everybody. 
Uh, but that's uh, no, I'm serious. Like I would always do these things for fun anyway. I just mean at the scale of what we do stuff. What you have to do is post and ghost. Post and get off. Yeah. Post and get off. And you can't live in the, the Instagram vortex. Or honestly, just have a hard stop and start, everybody. So meaning if it's like 9 o'clock at night or 8 o'clock at night or 7 o'clock, whatever it is, you're done with your phone. You put it on, um, plug it in, put it in a different room, and you, you live to use it another day. And you have these times where you say, hey, at dinner we don't use our phones. We don't got to be on them. Or we're hanging out with our friends, uh, you know, having a couple of drinks by the fire, and we're done with our phones. Yeah, they don't need to be there. boundaries. Because what I'm saying to you is, Worry more about what's going on in your life and the fun you're having than what the hell is going on in someone else's life and the fun you think they're having. People do that shit all the time. And living in the metaverse. This, this FOMO shit, you're not missing out anything. You're living your experience wherever it is. So wherever you are, please just be there. Number 15, goes right hand in hand. Get into nature. Even if you don't like it, just get your ass outside, please. Heather does this great. She's awesome at it. Um, but even just getting outside for... 10, 20, 30 minutes a day, getting some sun. If you live somewhere that sucks, sorry, move. Um, but not- even though, even if it is gray, you still get the benefits of the vitamin D even when it's overcast outside. Yeah. But it's, it's natural light. You just got to get out and be outside. 100%. But if you know you're a person where you thrive in nicer weather, move, dude. Move. Please. Like, don't move to Scottsdale if it's full. But... You can move a lot yeah. of other places. No vacancy. Austin, Nashville, I hear is great. Um, <laughs> All the places. Scottsdale hot. sucks, but those places are awesome. You can go there. Um, or if you're going to move to Scottsdale, come work out at Jeremy Scott Fitness. We'd love to have you. Um, but my point is, is that, for, and I say this all the time, and I, everybody who listens from the Midwest is like, oh, I know what he's going to say. Um, it's just rough, dude. Like, if you love it there, respect. I love going back in the summertime. It's great. But there is no, you couldn't pay me, and I mean this, if you said, Jeremy, we're going to give you $3 million to live in Minneapolis for the next two years. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't do I can't go back to the Northwest weather. It just, it makes, I'm, I'm not, and this is nuts, I'm not talking shit about anybody. If you like it, awesome. I'm saying just for me personally, when it's cloudy and rainy and it's like negative 10, I just get like f- sad or something shit. I'm, I'm soft. Same here. And like my mom this morning was saying that um, like the Portland, Oregon area, it was like record, probably Seattle too. April was set a record for the wettest month in like, I don't know how many years, but yeah. And I'm like, that is so depressing. It's May and it's just, they just constantly have to wait around for it to get nice. It's just... Again, I'm not saying like, you know, leave your family or do whatever, but you have to know yourself. If you're a person who likes the rain and you like the snow and you like the snowmobile and that's respect. I just, I'm such a different person and I don't know. I can't say it's just the weather, but it plays a huge role in it. Like it is beautiful today. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hot as balls, but it's sunny. It just puts me in a good mood. It makes me want to be outside more. Makes me motivated. Yes. Then if it's dark it's gray it's rainy or hey oh by the way it's not gonna be that hot today 91 <laughs> you see that's the that's, <laughs> see that's the scale we live at here now because for us anything under 100 is acceptable it's 84 right now and looks like we'll have some 80 degree days this week which i'm all about i'll take it so the point is is that you got to get out into nature and uh if you live somewhere where it's snowing 
you know, put on your, your winter gear and pretend you're Rocky training to beat Ivan Drago if you have to. But I, I just, I'm a huge fan of unplugging in that. Heather needs it much more than I do. Uh, obviously. Oh, I like crave it. I'm not, I get in, I get it in my own way. I don't need that much. Like I remember when we hiked the Grand Canyon and I'll move on after this. We are hiking down the Grand Canyon. You start at like, what do we start at? Four in the morning, three in the morning. It was mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. And we're probably about three hours in, and you're still not even close to the bottom yet at three hours, because it takes like, what, about four and a half to get to the bottom, I think. Um, and about three hours in, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I had enough hiking, and uh, little did I know I had about, oh, I don't know, 40 miles left to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, in my brain, I didn't say it to anybody, but I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I- I've like, seen. Like, literally, you guys, we did 40. It's 50, 49 point whatever I have yeah. the, metal right the here. metal's right over there it's gonna bug me yeah but we did we hiked the rim to rim to rim so you start on the south rim we went all the way down to the bottom of the grand canyon then hiked up to the north rim then did it all over again in the reverse so it's total of 47.8 miles yeah they gave you a, they gave us a medal for our group and i earned it and i carried a door of the explorer backpack with me the whole way but the point i was driving at was that took i don't know how many hours uh obviously going from the south to the north rim uh and it starts to snow and the incline is like 45 degrees and it's just beating your ass it's rough but my point was within three hours i was like well i've seen what i need to see here (laughs) and uh we all have a different level of what we need in terms of nature but i think everybody could benefit from just getting outside you know, breathing fresh air, not being plugged into technology. Cause I, I do believe and walking around barefoot, you know, like there's a certain things you can do that I think we're meant to do as humans that kind of feel gl- more connected and ground us for sure. Uh, it goes to number 16, uh, explore meditation in whatever way, shape or form you do. It doesn't got to be, you know, sit in a room, you know, like a diehard yogi and go crazy for an hour and be silent, you're going to have your process. Heather has hers. I have mine, but I think it's important to have some, you know, kind of meditation, mindfulness, escapism. That's healthy just sitting in quiet, literally just sitting for five minutes in a quiet space. That's all you can start right there. And it has so many benefits to doing that. Yeah. And my, I, I don't have the same normal morning routine as like you do or most of our friends because it's typically pretty, um, it's quick. It's fast. I still, I do things super early, but when I drive here, I just drive here in silence. I don't, there's no music. There's no noise. I just, I'm in a vehicle just driving and I don't hear anything. And to me that 13 minutes or 14 minutes is kind of my process to get things, basically get my life together. And, uh, that works for me. Number 17, consider therapy. Yeah. So basically if you feel like you're trying a, uh, all these different methods of trying to establish more happiness habits and it's not working, then maybe you should see a therapist and see, test out, you know, a couple therapists and find what, find a person that works for you and just see if it, if it's something that you can benefit from. And I know a lot of people have a therapist. And Way more than I ever thought way more absolutely now more than ever i think is i have heard more people tell me that they go to a therapist or they've been through therapy for a magnitude of things in the last year than i've ever heard before and 
not to get off topic, but I do think that wave is going to be coming even more prevalent in the upcoming years. Like the ripple effect of... Partially from yeah. the last two years of the shit show that went on that really... Again, I, I'm not going to get into the politics of it or whatever it is, but I do think there's a lot more damage was done than people realize or that is talked about. And I think... When we already were struggling with health, mental health issues to begin with and this age of technology that we're living in. Yeah. And, and now it just like heightened And it. you look at the economical, you know... Uh, political world you live in today and uh, we could talk America you can talk Ukraine you can go across the board but I do think uh, we created different problems we're not fighting you know obviously against animals in the wilderness now for survival we've pretty much fixed that problem we have a different set of problems that technology is has created and is causing and I love technology it's great it's amazing I'm not knocking it but there is something to be said and I do think that's part of it with the uh the fast-paced kind of breakneck lifestyle we live in America for sure. Number 18, find a self-care ritual. It's kind what of, do you do for self-care, Jeremy? What does that mean? <laughs> so I know some people... They said they said a hot bath or some soft jammies. <laughs> That's literally what it says. Softest jammies. You have some pretty nasty jammies you wear. Do you still have those? They're like these old Nasty. ass. Well, what do you how do you how do I phrase them? Raggedy, tattered. Yeah, <laughs> homeless. <laughs> Sorry, anybody. Um, they're just look old, like they're old and like beat up. But they're so comfortable. Yeah, but like you'll like throw shit away of you'll like throw my stuff away if it gets like that. But like you'll keep yours. Um, I don't take hot baths. No. Um. I mean, I have some slippers. Chrissy Butts bought me. They're like these. Uh, Bigfoot slippers. They're monster slippers. With I, I wear your slippers sometimes. Yeah. Um. Honestly, is this like escapism or like? It's like it, but it's also just like making time for yourself. Like if you are a parent, for example, and it's like you haven't gone to get a massage in forever. It's like scheduling, making things a priority that benefit your health and your happiness. Yeah. And putting I, yourself <clears throat> first. If I'm being real, I'm probably the worst um, at this. I have spurts. I'm I'm getting better. I just been grinding for so long that I just I'm not I'm not great at it. I'm just being honest. But once in a while, I sit down. I'm like I'm gonna watch this movie by myself. Like this is my thing. Or when we sit down and like if we do watch a show or something like that, mm -hmm. or you and I just say, hey, we're gonna hang out the pool right now for these couple hours. Like I do little things like that. I don't. I guess probably need as much as a normal person, maybe. I don't know why. But I do like little stuff. For me, it's hard when we're in our normal routine. And mm -hmm. I hate to say that, and it's pathetic to say. But if we go like to like Dove Mountain or something, which is a, a resort we go to, I can do it there because yeah. I'm like away from my life. Or when we, to be honest, Hawaii is probably like the place like where if, Coronado is one too. But like Hawaii is great because we've been a million times. And I don't feel like we have to go see a million things where I can kind of unplug and do it. And those are like... I agree. Those are one-offs. I need to be better with doing the daily. Um, but I will. Okay, I'll come home. I'll make dinner. The dog's with us and I can watch basketball for like 30 minutes or so. Yeah. I have little ones. Everybody needs that. You need some escapism and your life can't just be a complete grind. And every second of the day can't be 
always productive, uh, even if you want it to be, because take it from me, it'll eventually it'll drive you crazy. Number 19, you got to give back, dude. Um, however you can do it. I can't say this enough. It doesn't got to be big things like adoptive families and, and that kind of stuff, but just donating your time. Going um, to the local food bank. Donating money. Anything you can do, it just personally, I get the most out of that than anything else. I truly do. And I get the biggest boost when it's actually me instead of just like throwing money at an organization. It's like volunteering and being there with the people and helping and supporting and just getting that experience. I think that's where you get the full mental boost of that fulfillment. Yeah. The money part's easy. It's giving your time is the yeah. is the harder one, but that's what I get the most out of. And I'm happy t- I do it here. Um, I do it here for work. Obviously, people are like, will they pay you? I'm like, well, yeah, but I give people way more, I think, sometimes. Um, you do. And I'm, I'm willing. I'm never going to cut somebody short. I'm going to give them every ounce of energy. I'm always going to listen. And I try to do that with people even on the internet who, you know, I'll try to return every message I possibly can. I try to always be kind and polite. And I try to do that with anybody in real life. And I think if you do that long enough you just become this different kind of person and it makes you feel a certain kind of way. And then that becomes like your oxygen and it's like fuel to a fire. But if you can donate time or energy or just, you know, be a good human, it, it, it comes back to you in, in ways you never thought possible. Number 20, take yourself out, dude. No one to go out with. Jeremy's great at this. I don't, I don't mind at all. I literally do a lot of things by myself. I don't care. I actually am good at it too. Like I'll go on a hike by have myself. Have you ever went out to dinner by yourself here? I have. I've only on work trips. I've. But here, I do it, but not. No, I would not do that. But I have. I mean, if you, you'll be like, hey, if you I'm, count like going to Chop Shop and like sitting there for lunch out on the patio or something, yeah, I guess you, I have. Like on a work day or something. Because mm-hmm. like you'll be like, hey, I'm having a girls' night. Get the hell out. But I, like I maybe have a work project to do, so I'm like I'll go do it. And I'm like I'll just go eat at Toddy's by myself, like a loser. Uh, who's with you? A table for one. I'm the dirtbag who's here. Uh, I think doing stuff by yourself is healthy, dude. It is. Go to a movie by yourself. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you're married, maybe don't go to a bar by yourself and drink like a creep show. But like, there's certain things you can do. Yeah. Like I'll go bowling. I'll go to the shooting range. I'll go play basketball. There's a lot of things. I do think it's important, even if you're in a relationship and you're like with a partner, like you're still, you're still who you are. Right. Number 21, create a thought list. What this is, is something I've never done before. A thought list? I don't even know what that is. Take control of your thoughts during these brief windows of time. At the start of each month, make a short list of happy memories or things you're looking forward to on a small piece of paper or on your phone when you find yourself waiting for a ride standing in line at the grocery store or just a few minutes to kill break out the list you can even use it when you're just feeling down and need to change up your thoughts so I get it like I do that all the time like if you're in line at the grocery store I'll start scrolling on social media to like wait till I'm up next or in the drive-thru of you know salad to go I do it all the time um so I guess instead of 
doing that, doing something that's going to be more impactful and meaningful. I get this. I guess I do it when I don't have a lot of great ideas. Um, but if I ever have a decent idea, I'll open the notes on my phone and I'll just, I'll jot it down quicker. A lot of times if I have it in, uh, driving, I'll have my phone there and I'll click on the video and I'll just say the words out loud or just audio record it. And I'll do it that way. I guess that makes sense. It's kind of like, it's another journaling kind of auditing type practice. That makes sense to me. Number 22, take time to reflect on your life, which a lot of people, we get so busy. It's hard to do this. Yeah. To look back and see like, okay, it's May 8th. You are already five months into the year. Like how fast that went. I know. And it's like, I think it's really good to do like a mid-year kind of check-in. But I also, I find it helpful when I'll look at Instagram, for example, of like the photos and videos I've shared from a year ago. So I'll be like, okay, it's a new month. And then I'll look back and see what was I doing this time a month or a year ago. And it's just kind of a nice reminder of just kind of where you were then, where you are now. It's sad in a way because I'm like, I always feel like it goes so fast. I know. And times always went the same speed, but I don't know. I don't know how it, I guess we're all in the same boat. Like, I don't know how it slows down or how you fix it. I mean, we're in control of it, obviously, but I feel like it just goes so fast. Like, I feel like last July. Scary fast. Last July was like two minutes ago and it's almost here. And I'm like, I haven't seen my best friend in a year. I haven't seen my dad in a year. And I'm like, we're fucking there. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that trajectory. And I always kept like, wow, this year will be different. And then you just get in the same. That's the one thing like I probably struggle with like anybody else does where it's like, how do I fix that? Like, how do I get out of that cycle yeah. of being so busy and like so productive and achieving these goals and shit? I'm like, what do they even matter if I'm not making time for these like other moments? And if the, you haven't seen your loved ones in a year yeah it's just it's hard dude because like it's you can't do it all Mm-mm. it's just it's that's a struggle obviously you guys will draw the line where you draw it and i have my own obviously issues with that but it's um it's good to look back and realize like man and the last again the last couple of years have been a, a blur because it's like was that last year was that two years ago when did we do this but i do think it's important to kind of sit back and audit and reflect on like hey how is my business going how's my you know physical fitness going how is you know my personal relationship with my husband or wife going how are things going with my kids or my mom and dad and like just having an awareness um i think is key which goes into number 23 just reevaluate your goals man like this is a big one it's uh goals change seasons of life change people change interests change what's important to you today it's the evolution yeah there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that um and they go there's a phrase here let go of any goals that are no longer serving you even if they sound nice on paper and be real realistic there's no judgment here um we are programmed in a way sometimes to follow these paths that i don't think are necessarily the paths for everybody and if i'm going to commercialize it here you need to get this job so you can work at this place and make this money and drive this car and live in this type of house and take these type of vacations and live this type of life. That shit is not for everyone. 
and it might be for you, but it might not be for you. And if your goal was to, you know, work for this company or your goal was to work for yourself or if your goal was to travel the world or your goal was to, to buy a $5 million house, it might not be the best thing for you. Even if it sounds good on paper or impresses your mom or dad or looks good on Instagram, that might not be what makes you happy. You have to start to know yourself. I say this a lot. I'm not special. I really am not. Most people can't do what I do, nor would you fucking want to or have any interest in living this fucking existence that I do every day. It just isn't for you. You would go crazy. You'd be miserable. You'd be unhappy. It works for me. A lot of people out there who, you know, they work 45 hours a week. They're in three softball leagues. They drink beers with their buddies on the weekends and they play video games. That's awesome for them. That sounds terrible to me. You know what I'm saying? Like we all have something different. We're all wired different. But to think like I should do what my friend does. I should do what they do. That's not my goal. And my goal when I was 26 is not the same as at 38. Right. And that has to change. And you you should evolve. Mm -hmm. What I thought was super cool and crushing it when I was 30 years old is not the same today. It's all moved. And so just understand, look at your goals. Why are they your goals? Where did they come from? Why are they really important to you? And are they important to you or are they important to the public? Are they important to your friends? Are they important to your family? That doesn't matter. Do the, What makes you tick? What drives you? What's going to make you happy? And again, if the goal no longer serves you, you can let it go. It's a freeing feeling when you start to identify this is what really is going to make me happy. And it's okay to admit you are wrong. There's, there isn't shame in that. There's, there's an evolution in that. There's a maturity in that that happens. And I've been wrong about a lot of things. When I moved here, I said a lot of dumb shit I was going to do. That thought was important. That doesn't serve me anymore. So, sorry, that one gets me worked up. I can tell. 24, take care of your body. Obviously, you hear it all the time, but you have to make it a priority. But with Physical it, and mental health. Yeah, but with everything now. Not just like, I'm going to exercise like, and eat right. Literally, like scheduling a doctor's appointment, an eye doctor appointment, dentist. Just everything that is tied to your health you have to always make it an important part of your life otherwise the it goes in result yeah it's it's not going to be good well think about it you with your car get your oil changed every three thousand miles i'm going to go rotate the tires i'm going to put a new air filter in Um, a lot of people in america take better care of their vehicles than they do their physical bodies just sad the vehicles can be replaced your body is what you have with you forever. So give it the routine maintenance it deserves. And I promise you, it'll pay you back for it. The last one. <laughs> Number 25. Let go of that shit, dude. Let go of the grudges. This is, I don't know. It's life, dude. Um, easier said than done for a lot of people. Um, I know it's tough. Um, I'm not telling you who to forgive. Um, But what I'll say from personal experience, I'm a normal human. A lot of people have done me wrong and, you know, done things that I would not have done to them. Business shit, personal shit, you name it. There's not a person that I hold like this great contempt or resentment for. It just doesn't exist. Um, For most people, we are still friends to this day. 
um, on all levels. Uh, there's nobody that I, I'm like, oh, fuck that person. Like, they're the worst person ever, and I wish harm on them. That doesn't exist, dude. I just don't care. Like, my success is my success. I'm going to be happy no matter what. And whatever mistakes they made, whether, you know, they apologize for it or not, like, it's in the past. I'm not a perfect person either. I've said a lot of stupid shit. I did a lot of mean things as a young kid, and I've made a lot of mistakes. I'm like, I would hope nobody would hold on to those like an anchor through the rest of their life because all it does is weigh them down. And it does the same thing to you if you're doing that. So, again, whether you get an argument with your mom or dad or husband, whatever it is, I don't get. I don't know the, the individual situation, but more often than not, it's probably not something that needs to sever your relationship and cut ties completely. And if it is, then it is, and you just got to move forward. But you got to, even if that's the case, you can't hold on to it. Yeah, because it's holding on to grudges is like very detrimental to your overall health. And I like this point. Sometimes offering forgiveness or dropping a grudge is more about self care than compassion for others. It is, dude. You have to look out for yourself, too, and just move on. Again, it's, to me, it's like complaining about a problem you can't fix. Yeah. What's the point? Oh, man, there's no Wi-Fi on the plane. Cool. If you say it six more times, it's not going to make it work. It's going to be a vicious cycle on repeat. And people do this, and then they'll talk shit about this person, or they'll do whatever, and I'm like, and again, you might have friends who, like, love that kind of drama shit and play into it, but... And it doesn't have to be like a reconciliation. It, ha- it can literally just be like ending of this relationship because it's toxic. It's just not working. It's unhealthy. Whatever it is, you just, you got to just end it and move forward. And the, if you look at things in a positive light, like I tend to try to do, you probably learned a lot um, from a grudge situation either to not be as naive or as trusting or, and I hate to, to put it that way, but you learn what you're not going to do to somebody else. Yeah. You learn to be a better person and it's experience that maybe was unpleasant, but if you let it go, man, it's one of the most freeing things in the world. And I've said this before on here many times, anybody that I've ever felt like I, you know, did wrong or said mean shit to, or just was not, you know, the character I am today, I've apologized to them in some way, shape or form email, text message, uh, sent him a Facebook note and said, Hey man, you know, you met me when I was, you know, 19 years old. I was a fuck face. I'm sorry. Um, I wish you could know me today. And most of the time they're like, I didn't even think of it that way, but I appreciate you reaching out. And I'm like, it's hard to do. Um, and I've done that with every single person. And, uh, hopefully that helps them let go of something. It's more cathartic for me selfishly. Um, so I have like a clear conscience, Mm -hmm. but, Hopefully that makes them and puts them at ease. And I think we all have the power to do that on either side of the fence. But I know from experience, holding on to that shit, even if you think like it motivates you and it drives you, it might at first and it might get you going and it might light a fire under your ass. But over time, I think it just weighs you down and really holds you back from kind of, you know, reaching your full potential, but more importantly, kind of living your happiest life. Agreed. Boom. Boom. So uh, that's it. Anything else? That's it. We gotta. I gotta get going, and we are I entertaining. Tell, I can tell you're getting antsy here. Well, and I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but number one or two? Oh my gosh, one. Just curious. You're so broke. <laughs> you knew that was coming. Um, I do that a lot of times when we're with friends too. It's super embarrassing. Um, okay, are you coming back on the podcast before we leave? Or Possibly. No? Okay, cool. Um, if you got a bounce, you can bounce. 
Okay, uh, real quick, if you guys have any questions or uh, anything for the podcast, obviously hit us up. Reminder, the app is dropping here in a couple of days. The site is jeremyscottfitness.app, jeremyscottfitness.app. To check it out, first uh, month is a dollar. After that, it's like 15 bucks, or if you buy the whole year, I think it's even cheaper. And I'm going to light that thing on fire. It's going to be fucking awesome. I'm, I'm giving you guys as much as humanly possible. I hope to see a lot of you guys there. I'll share anything you ask for. If you ask for stuff, I'll put it in there. And then obviously our normal transformations will run outside of that like normal. So don't worry. I'm going to keep those flowing constantly. And again, if you want a free sample of Athletic Greens, obviously hit me up. We'll send it out. Same thing for the Beam CBD. All the other podcast sponsors are in the show notes. And if you're on Spotify, drop us a five-star. You can do that now. We truly appreciate it. And if you're on Apple Podcast, drop it a five-star, leave a comment. It helps us out. And we thank you guys for the support. So any questions on any of the programs, uh, future podcasts, or the app itself, feel free to hit me up. Otherwise, link some Instagram bio, and it will be live here, I believe, May 15th or 16th. And you guys can start kicking ass with me every single day on there. And it's not just fitness. There's a lot of me talking through mindset stuff. Uh, obviously, a lot of the nutrition pieces, mobility. And uh, I do a lot of speaking in there just to uh, help you guys along the way to hopefully really teach you the best way I can, especially if you can't be with us here in Scottsdale in person on a weekly basis. So other than that, Heather, thank you as always. Thank you. And until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.